Well, hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Brand Builder Show. I am super pumped, I'm excited, and privileged to have my good friend Kevin on the show. Kevin, welcome to the Brand Builder Show. Hi, Brian. It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be great to uh, unpack your journey and uh, talk through so much uh, about you know your selling on Amazon journey, but also this exciting journey of going on Dragon's Den. Now, for anybody that's listening that's not in the UK, that's kind of like our equivalent of Shark Tank. I assume they had a trademark on that name, so we couldn't use that in the UK. But here we are. It's like where uh, entrepreneurs go to pitch their idea to investors and uh, basically get grilled and uh, you know look for investment in their products. So uh, I'm excited to talk to you about that, Kevin. Uh, before we get into that, uh, you know, talk to us a little bit about your journey. You're one of our beloved uh, Brand Builder University members. You started selling on Amazon a couple of years ago. Um, give us a bit of an introduction to yourself and uh, the beginnings of that journey. Yeah, so um, you know, interesting, you know, interesting journey, really. So I suppose one of the uh, one of the big things for me really was uh, was was about time freedom. Yeah. So I've I've, I've got a camper van. Uh, you know, I, I love you know getting away as often as I possibly can in my camper van, and uh, you know I really wanted to do you know a lot of the stuff that you know that 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 I want to do, and a, a lot less of you know the stuff that other people want me to do. So it was a so so time freedom was a was a really big. Um, really big driver for me, big life goal. Um, I'd actually been sort of starting on that journey for for quite some time. Uh, I've got uh, you know a number of different uh, pension pots that I was that I was uh, putting into. It's the way I looked at it at the time. You know, having a pension was was literally the sort of the ultimate and in passive income, yeah, yeah. where you could uh, you know you could draw money and you know so long as you were, you know, you didn't have to really do anything apart from keep breathing, which was. You know, <laughs> You know, which yeah. is which, which is great. So I suppose um, I had this sort of uh, this this time frame, you know, in mind, and it was always fifty five. Yeah. So a, n- a number of reasons, you know, for that date probably won't, won't bother going into it just now. But fifty five was really the sort of like the the time where I, where I really wanted to look at, you know, being able to sort of retire, you know, with my pensions and sort of like do a lot more of the stuff that you know that I you know, that I love to do that mm-hmm. I really wanted. But I suppose when I when I started hitting uh, fifty and I started doing the sort of like the sums, it just really wasn't adding up. Mm. So uh, so so looking at it, I was thinking, well, do you know what? I really still want to be able to, you know, sort of like have that freedom when I'm fifty five. But sort of uh, to be able to do that, I'm really going to probably have to have another sort of income. Mm. So I started looking at you know sort of uh, businesses. Because of my, you know, my lifestyle, wanting to get away in the camper van, really sort of, uh, you know, if I was looking at a business, I was thinking, well, it could only really be, you know, something online, something that I'm not, you know, time dependent, that, you know, that, that you know, I could still do stuff while I was away, sort of uh, sitting at the beach, mm-hmm. you know, sort of, uh, you know, watching the sort of the waves roll in, in yeah. the camper van. So, uh, you know, so it kind of ruled out, you know, a lot of, you know, a lot of businesses sort of, uh, you know, at the time, you know, like, stuff where you're actually physically yeah. you know having to be you know you know at, at you know at a place you know like a like a shop or mm. you know or various other things so i guess you know the ob- the obvious um, the obvious sort of um, you know choice for me was 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 online retail mm-hmm. 
So I started looking at a number number of things, selling stuff on eBay, you know, and, and this was probably about the the tail end of 2018. I started sort of, so I had like a lot of stuff, you know, around the house like most people do. Mm. So I started sort of like listing them and selling them on eBay, which which was great fun. I mean, I really enjoyed that. Uh, but, you know, was, there was... I suppose there was drawbacks in that, and the fact that you also, you had your you had to have products, you know, in your house. You had to pick and pack and post them yourself. Yeah, you had to, you know, do all the listings, and then you had to keep on trying to find other products, mm. you know, that you could, you know, that you could sell. So that wasn't really, you know, sort of, a, you know, ideal for me. And then probably, you know, early January twenty nineteen, I'd actually heard about this thing called private label selling and Amazon mm. FBA. Mm. And prior to that I'd never I'd never heard of it. And I thought, wow, so what a what a great business model. Mm. You know, you can you can have your own products, you can uh, send them into Amazon. You don't have to start them in your own house. You can send them into Amazon. Amazon will sort of uh, you know when you sell them they'll pick pack and post them, send them out to customers. Amazon is a huge obviously a huge marketplace. And uh, you know, and they, they'll also deal with uh, you know a lot of the um, a lot of the customer service as well. Mm. I thought, wow, well, I mean, I could I could easily do that, you know, whilst I'm away in my camper van. I could easily, you know, work on that whilst you know in full time employment, which which obviously I was at the time. So that really kind of got me into the kind of like the Amazon FBA sort of and you know and starting an own business. But yeah. I suppose that. I mean, like like everyone though, Ben. You mean I, I didn't have a clue. So you mean it sounded like a good idea, <laughs> uh, and that was the first place that you look. You mean everyone sort of goes on YouTube, and there was like loads of videos and that on YouTube, and you know some good, some bad. And <laughs> people were going, "Oh, look at me! I'll, I'll make you a millionaire in sort of like six weeks." And oh, do you like my Lamborghini? And yeah. and, uh, and I suppose then, I, I mean, I came across a certain guy called Ben Donovan. Dodgy. He's, like, uh, you ever heard of him? <laughs> yeah, Dodgy Geezer, yeah. Dodgy Geezer. And, you know, we had, had a sort of a, a YouTube video. And, you know, I thought one sort of uh, what, what I liked about it is, uh, as you were, you know, mentioning about, you know, how we can use sort of, uh, you know, like online businesses, you know, for that time freedom. Yeah, yeah. Really about, you know, freeing up the, you know, the free, freeing you up from the grip that money has over time and how, how everyone's sort of just trading their time for money. And if, you know, you have your own business, you, you literally have that freedom. And I thought, wow, I said, well, this is, this is, this is exactly what I'm looking at. Mm. So, uh, so I suppose you had this, um, course at the time, Ben called the Amazon masters, mm-hmm. which, uh, which I literally, you know, signed up to it pretty much straight away. So that must've been about maybe January, February time. Mm-hmm. 2019 i think mm-hmm. you probably i mean your, your course probably wasn't that that long running I would yeah think. it just would have been like right at the start then yeah so so yeah so that's uh so that's i suppose where you know where i started yeah no that's um great to hear your backstory and I, i'm obviously conscious of uh, uh, there's so much i want to ask about dragon's den but i also want the audience to know about your journey a little bit as well because you are you know doing really well now and but it wasn't always like that you know obviously you, you've launched a couple of products but the the product that you actually took onto dragon's den again we'll get to that in a minute uh you know has been doing really well for you and i do just want to talk about what it is you've done to to be a success with that you, you're kind 
kind of like my poster boy for uh, for doing a good job in the area of you know really differentiating your product. Um, can you talk to us about you know what you did and you know the price you're able to charge because of that? Just give us a bit of background to you know then how your business grew uh, because of that. Yeah, sure. So, so, so I suppose you need to sort of go on first of all, sort of my my initial product that that, that I launched. So I, so I so what I mean, I, mean, I, I always, I suppose when uh, I looked at you know products etc. And I remember there was a uh, there was a uh, I think one of the early modules in you know in, in in your course where you kind of mentioned you know sort of like niche first or product first. So you could, you know, look at uh, like various sort of uh, profitable products and, you know, with uh, with high demand, low competition, and then sort of like build a brand around that or, you know, or go for a, a specific niche. So I ended up sort of deciding to go for a specific niche. So I've got two dogs and, you know, they were like a, obviously a huge passion of mine as well. And I decided I wanted to do a pet product brand. Mm-hmm. So... Trying to find initial products was was very difficult actually um, in the pet product brand. A lot of the products you need sort of like various variations and quite a bit of sort of capital. Yeah. But sort of uh, I ended up because I because I really wanted to you know have my business sort of up and running and obviously I had this kind of time pressure on myself that I wanted to you know have everything up and running by the time I hit fifty five. Um, I decided to sort of opt for offer a product. I thought, well, do you know what? I'll just go out there. I'll put a product out there, you know, and I will learn, you know, learn the ropes while I go there. Didn't think that I would probably end up having a, a brand on this product, um, but you know, sort of, it was a, it was a like a learning curve for mm-hmm. me. Yeah. Um. Anyway, the. I'm I'm not I'm no longer selling that product, but you mean it was a you know it was a it was a great sort of learning curve and I learned a lot loads, yeah. and then probably I would probably say maybe about. I've been selling this product for maybe about a year, and it wasn't doing particularly well, if I'm honest. And we were, sort of, uh, my wife and I and my niece were over at the time, and we were outside, and I've got uh, a dog, sort of, uh, Lucy Lou, who's a who's a chow chow, and she's sort of bothered with um, with hot spots. And she had to wear this uh, this cone, a cone of shame, sort of like for like weeks at weeks at a time, and it was like, and she hated it, and it was really making her miserable, and you know it was making us miserable too, and we tried uh, like an inflatable collar, which was uh, you know which was great, but when we were looking at when we were actually looking out there, the only options were either sort of like boring blue or sort of like dull grey. Mm-hmm. There was nothing you know there of you know with any colour etc. And then, you know, so I'd love to take the credit of this, but you I mean I'll give this credit to my wife. She she came up with Joe, what? Wouldn't it be great, you know, if we if we sort of like had it in a as a sprinkle of donuts? You know, so like it looks like a donut, you know, wouldn't it be great? And I thought, Joe, what, you know, you know when something actually clicks and you think, Wow, what a you know, what a great idea. Yeah, yeah. So I think because I'd already been sort of selling on Amazon. I could literally, I could pull the trigger pretty quickly. So I started contacting suppliers um, and everything. And I suppose from from the first sort of concept of, you know, of the idea to uh, to actually getting it on the shelves and selling on Amazon was about five months. That's pretty quick. Which, yeah, which which is really good. So, so, so we, yeah, so we looked at, 
I suppose we were sort of like scratching our own, our own itch because the uh, there was, you know, there was there was a need for us and the the actual products that were out there we weren't happy with. One, there was sort of the design was terrible. There's another things as well. You mean the material? We we improved yeah. on the material. So yeah, so we so we really designed the product around about you know what what we would like mm. with it, with the, with the hope that you know you know, we'd be selling to sort of customers, you know, just like us, you know, that other people would like. Yeah. And that's, you know, exactly what we talk about, right? Solving a real problem, differentiating. Uh, You know, you were telling me that that's enabled you to really withstand lower pricing in your niche as well. You've been able to stand out there as a, as a higher priced product, which again is going to be such a difference maker for you. Yeah. So I'd probably say we're probably maybe about 70% more expensive than, you know than the you know than the other products are out there. Mm. So yeah, so there is a yeah, so there definitely is a, a bit of a difference, which which is great really, because I'm not, we're not really, uh, you know, I suppose looking at the sort of like the target market, you know, that's sort of cheap and cheerful really. Yeah. Because I mean, there's I mean, everyone's getting into that. I mean, and there's loads of, you know, the, the, there's loads of uh, you know products out there. You know that you know if you're just looking for the cheapest. Then you I mean there's, I mean you'll you'll find it. Yeah. So I mean we're really looking for you know a product that you know that, that our customers love. You know that they you know looks you know totally different really uh, from an aesthetic point of view to uh, you know to what's out there, and you know and yeah and you know just you know just really sort of like there's really different to uh, mm-hmm. you know to you know like your your standard you know yeah. inflatable collar. Yeah, definitely. No, that's really good, man. And then just fast forward us to, you know, the impact that's made on your business in terms of, um, you know, as much or as little as you want to share, that's absolutely fine. But, you know, volumes and, and what that's enabled you to do because um, you've retired now, right? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So um, I said my, my, my goal was uh, 55 and then uh, two weeks after my 55th birthday, I sort of left my uh, left my job and sort of like started sort of like drawing some pensions. Nice. Yeah, good stuff. And, yeah. uh, uh, you know, the business is really moving forward as well to the point where you uh, went on to Dragon's Den, which is what we'll get on to. Um, and, uh, you, you know, you went on there looking to really get some help to, to grow this business, which uh, it must have been an exciting kind of prospect for you. Um, I know there would be a lot of people with, uh, you know, a lot of questions about this. And I'm fascinated about the experience, <laughs> what you went through. So uh, take us back to the beginning. At what point did you think, well, right, I'm going to apply to be on Dragon's Den? Yeah, so it was um, it was probably it was a Saturday in April last year. Okay. So I was, uh, I was just sort of sitting, you know, sort of like monging it on the on the sofa, you know, looking through my computer, surfing the net, and I, I think I must have uh, come across, you know, uh, an advertisement or something for applications for the new series uh, Dragons Den, which is series nineteen. So uh, I, I went on the went on the Dragons Den uh, website, and you know, on there there was a like a, an application form that you could actually fill out. You know, yeah. to be to be on the show. Now, I must admit, you mean, I when I, I've been a I've been a fan of Dragons Den, but I had absolutely no sort of recollection, and and never ever saw me in a, a million years ever. You know, appearing on Dragons Den. You know, yeah. it was. But I thought, well, do you know what? You mean, I've got a, I've got a product at the at the time. I'd it, I was I'd only I'd only pretty much launched it say uh, a few months before. 
you know, which went sort of uh, which went sort of great guns, and then I end up running out of stock. And at the time when I when I was sort of like looking at uh, applying for Dragons Den, I was actually out of stock, just waiting for new stock to sort of come in. Mm. So I had a little bit of sort of time on my hands, and I thought, Do you know what, you I mean I'm just gonna I'm gonna apply for it. You know, I think it'll. You know, I think it will do well in Dragon's Den. You know, sort of, a, I'll be able to take my dog's den model in the product. Um, you know, it was it was different to say a lot of the you know usual products, etc., and usual um, things that you see on Dragon's Den. Mm. So I thought it would be, you know, I thought I thought it would be, I thought it'd be good. I thought it would work out well in Dragon's Den. I thought maybe, you know, maybe have a chance. So I filled out the application form. Nice. Yeah, no, definitely. And then, uh, what was the first contact you had from them? Who got in touch with you? Yeah, so um, so they so they so they kind of sort of like said, you know, on the you know on the application form, they they, they get thousands of you know obviously yeah. applicants you know every week, yeah, and uh, you know, and they sort of like they so they obviously have an initial sort of like sifting through process. And if you don't actually hear anything sort of like within the next couple of weeks, then you, you haven't obviously made that cut. So I was kind of thinking, well, do you know what? You know, I'll, you know, if, if I hear nothing in two weeks' time, then I've obviously I haven't been on the show. But anyway, literally, I'd filled it out on the, say, on the Saturday. And then sort of uh, come the sort of Wednesday the following week, uh, I end up getting a telephone call. Oh, wow. So, so I answered it, and it happened to be, you know, sort of one of the one of the reps from Dragon's Den, and they said, "Oh yeah, we've got your application form, you know, for Dragon's Den, you know, sort of like, uh, you know, we're really interested in your business, you know." So we had a sort of like a chat, and and he said, "Yeah, and we, we'd like to um, we'd like to offer you an addition." I went right, okay, and he goes, "Oh well, so like COVID's obviously sort of like happening, and the additions are sort of like a, a bit different." And he sort of went through the kind of like the process. He goes, "Oh yeah, sort of you'll you'll need to um, do a uh, a video a video pitch, two to three minute video pitch, um, and and you'll need to send that in. Uh, you know, there's there's a number of documents that you'll need to sort of like sign, etc., and send in. Um, you'll need to uh, we need some some other proof, etc. But but don't worry. He said, "Well, we'll send it all in an email, and uh, you know, and you can go through it." So am I in all case? So he said, well, we'd like to uh, book you in for a week the following Monday. So this was sort of like the Wednesday. So I literally had like a, a, a week um, to, to get all the stuff together to, um, uh, you know, before, before the actual sort of um, audition with them. So, uh, so I got the email the following day and it was pretty extensive. So, I mean, there was, uh, I think, five... Uh, different documents that you had to read and sign and send back. Uh, one of like them, NDAs or something. Sorry, are they like NDAs that you have to sign or? Uh, yeah, so you had a uh, contestant consent form. Yeah. Uh, you had a uh, a props document. You had uh, some publicity guidelines. You had this thing which was a, an eight point production uh, production outline as well, which had sort of eight points. Which all had to be uh, all had to be signed, as well as doing the video pitch. You also had to video yourself reading that eight-point production outline. Oh wow! Um, you had to fill in a so you had a, a pre-interview questionnaire, which was which was kind of similar to the initial application, but it kind of had a, a few other things in it. Yeah. So you had to you had to fill that out and send it, and there was also other. 
uh, like proof documents or proof of ID, uh, proof of uh, residence. Make sure that you're obviously a resident in the UK, mm-hmm. and uh, also proof of uh, business incorporation as well. So you had to send your your business incorporation certificate. Mm-hmm. So it's quite you know it's quite a quite a lot of sort of stuff. Yeah, and, uh, and this is all before uh, you've got any idea if you're going to be accepted. I, I, absolutely before so the i mean the, the two to three minute pitch is is literally you know a pitch that you would be given to the dragons yeah so you mean so obviously at this time you mean I, i'd had to sort of write the script for the pitch then i had to memorize it and then obviously i had to video it which took <laughs> as you can imagine sort of like quite a few takes <laughs> yeah. you know, I, had my, I had my niece over there sort of like videoing it for me so um yeah so yeah so it was quite quite a lot to uh, you know to do within you know within the first week yeah wow and then uh what was the next step was the next stage them telling you yeah you're going to be on the show or was there more uh, no no so um so we had the so i had the uh the audition sort of uh interview um and <laughs> so so part of the uh, part of the initial telephone call that i had he also happened to mention this where I, we would do the uh, the you know the interview the audition interview, and there would also be a piece in there where he's going to hit record and you need to actually talk for about five or so minutes about something that's not related to actually your business. Mm. So when I actually got the email, uh, that that wasn't actually in the email. So I so I totally forgot all about it. So I'm concentrating on the you know on sort of like doing signing these documents and doing the. Well, really, I was I was concentrating on doing the actual pitch, and then when I when I had the uh, when I had the interview, and he was going right, okay, yeah. So I mean, I went and mentioned a bit the fact that you need to talk to me about five minutes about something on work related, right? Okay, have you have you got an idea what you're saying? Right, you ready to go? And I literally, I was like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. So I literally had like about five seconds to think of something. That I was going to actually chat to him for like about five minutes because I because I totally forgot about it. So so thankfully, you know, I, I end up talking you know for about five minutes about me going away in my camper van. Right. But but yeah, so that was that was actually quite sort of like a, a scary a yeah. scary uh, scary time actually. This is on the phone yeah. with them. Oh yeah, so it was a uh, it was a video call. So yeah. like like okay. yeah, so yeah, so yeah. It, it was it was done via Zoom. Yeah, so it was all done via Zoom. So um, so yeah so so at the end of that he kind of told us what the the next process would be, so he then had to pitch you know my business and my business idea to uh, you know to the producers of the show, you know so so and he would say he goes oh that would probably take maybe about a week, you know so just because you know you need to try and sort of get hold of the producers to be able to sort of like pitch it, yep. so then you know if you're successful there. Then the, the next phase is due diligence. And he kind of sort of like briefly said, yeah, well, you'll, you'll have a couple of weeks to do that. And there'll be sort of like a number of documents or whatever that you need to put together. And, uh, you know, and I uh, mean, a lot, a lot of people find that the most difficult part of the, yeah. of the phase. But, but, but once, you, once you've done those documents, it's fine. You I mean, you'll have them forever. I went, right, yeah, fine. Okay. You I mean, I was thinking, well, you I mean, it can't be that sort of extensive with due diligence. Surely not. You know, I mean, you got two weeks to do it. God, that's a bit excessive. So, um, so anyway, he got back to us, and and I, and I got through the the part, you know, sort of like pitching it to the producers, and then sort of uh, he 
then said, right, I'll email you, you know, the all the stuff that we need for the due diligence. And it was extensive. Literally, it was a, I had to do a, a business plan, you know, all the different sort of like proof documents, proof of sales, proof of traffic to my website, sort of proof that, you know, the, the suppliers, that the suppliers weren't, uh, you know, employing child labor. Oh wow! Yeah, well, honestly, I mean, literally, Ben, I've got, I've got this here, right? And I, and I kid you not, that is my due diligence folder. Crazy. You know, that that thick. I mean, honestly, I literally, it literally took me, you know, the whole of two weeks. I mean, the two week deadline I had, it literally took me the whole of two weeks to get all the all that paperwork together. It was. I mean, this is was, a lot of work. Crazy! Oh, it was, it was a huge amount of work, and and he, and even then, you're not so you're not guaranteed even yeah. then that you're going to get a sort of a filming date. And it just so happened that sort of probably about a week into putting together all my due diligence stuff, they uh, they contacted me and actually gave me a provisional filming date, which was which was the third which was the third of June last year. And it happened to be the the very first sort of like filming date or filming day uh-huh. of the you know of the, the the new series series nineteen, which was yeah. which was the very first filming day that obviously with the new dragon Stephen Bartlett as well. Mm-hmm. Wow! Uh, so that, I mean, it, it's a lot of work, but then it did all move quite quickly for you. I suppose you uh, applied at a good time. I suppose that's why they were running ads at that time as well. But it all did move quite quickly for you. It must have been exciting as as much as there was a lot of work. Absolutely, it was. A, yeah, I mean, it was incredibly exciting. You know, sort of, uh, you know, going to be going on Dragon's Dead, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, but 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 every but every time there was always a yeah, but it may. You know, it was like you okay. We're giving you this provisional, uh, this provisional uh, filming date, but you I mean you 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 know it may get changed and it, it may and so so you don't actually really. You, I mean, you can't guarantee that it's actually going to happen. Yeah. Until it happens. Yeah. And uh, but yeah, I mean, incre- incredibly excited. Honestly, it was. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I mean, I was buzzing. But but the thing is, I mean, it was incredibly exciting. But but you had to keep it to yourself because you weren't allowed to tell anybody. Yeah. And which yeah. was. Which was even which was even harder, which was, yeah. which was which was quite hard. So you could, you couldn't tell anyone that you were going on Dragon's Den. My, oh, no. uh, the the people at work didn't know. You know, I, I think the the, on, the only people they did know was was one my wife obviously, uh, yeah. and the uh, and my niece Carrie who uh, we we actually wanted her to come down with us because we had our dogs and we wanted her to look after the dogs while I was in yeah. you know into the dragon. So mm. so yes. Yeah, so, so two two people two people yeah. knew. Crazy because you're a pretty active member of our BBU community, and then everyone found out, and they're like, "Oh, Kevin, you yeah. dark horse! How have you been keeping this from us?" <laughs> I know, I know. It was uh, you know under under pain of death. You know, yeah. I couldn't I couldn't say anything. You know, I, I did have to sign like a, a lot of uh, like yeah. non disclosure agreements and, and stuff. There really? was there, there was a lot of stuff that was involved in that, and and they, and they were saying, and the risk was that if I did. If I did sort of like tell anybody, and it happened to sort of get out into the public domain, and you know, and the and the dragons happened to find out about it, you know, through maybe sort of like social media or mm. you know or, or whatever channel, then you know that would then put the you know put the my put at risk you know any mm. chance of actually me being on the show, let yeah. let alone any chance of it actually getting aired. Yeah, 
Yeah, no, that, that makes a lot of sense, yeah. So, uh, you, obviously, you did get on the show, though, um, and then uh, you got that filming date, and you presumably, it was, uh, they film in Manchester, right? They do, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. So, you yeah. came down, did you come down the night before, get a nice hotel? Yeah, yeah so the, um, so... I we came down the night before, so uh, so I drove down with the uh, with the dogs. We had, um, uh, we also had this sort of uh, about forty, uh, you know, like donuts that are in in the van. So we came down the camper van uh, the night before. Nice. Had to hand the so I had a, another contact, you know, in in Dragon's Den that sort of uh, you know one of the admin guys. So so I had to drop off all the all the products the night before, mm-hmm. and they they put up they put us up in a hotel, and we were. We were scheduled to go on, um, so they had two, they, had, they have two sessions a day because uh, they don't want sort of everybody actually sort of like turning up at the same time. So they'll mm-hmm. so we'll have two sessions: a morning session and an evening session, or a morning session and an afternoon session. And we were sort of scheduled to uh, to be down in the in the morning session. So mm-hmm. we had to be at the studio for eight o'clock in the morning. Okay. Um, and I think filming was expected about I don't know a bit back at ten maybe, but sort of uh, there was no guarantee on you know on where, you know where you would actually be in that sort of morning slot. So there could be like three you know three entrepreneurs, three businesses there, mm-hmm. and you don't know whether you're going to actually be on the you know, the the first the first one you know mm-hmm. or, the, or you know or the last one in that session. Yeah, I mean I did ask um, if I could be on the you know on the very first one, because we've. There, there were a couple of reasons we had, obviously, because we had the dogs. You know, mm. I didn't really want them sort of like hanging about, you know, in the studio for like hours on end. Yeah. And sort of uh, Manish Carey, who came down with us, she was training to be a, a radiographer, mm. and she actually had an exam the following day. Oh wow! So we really need to get back up from Manchester up to Scotland, you mm. know, you know that day, and we couldn't stay another night. So, um, so, I, so I'd asked. If I could be on the, you know, the very first session, um, but there was no guarantee that I was, mm. that I was actually going to be on it. But you I mean, as it was, I was, I was actually the, the very first person, <laughs> you know, on Dragon's Den and that sort of it, you know, on, you know, on Series Nineteen, you know, yeah, actually, yeah. and and in front of Stephen Bartlett for the very first time. So I was the very first entrepreneur that that Stephen Bartlett actually met, which was which was quite quite exciting. Yeah, that is very exciting. Um, emotions as you walked through the doors to go in that room. Heart was heart was beating. Well, do you know what? Sort of, I was um, I was actually really, you know, really sort of uh, confident. So when you when you actually go down there, um, you, you get there obviously early. You have to go through, uh, you know, all the diff- so all the different sort of like stages. Mm. You, you actually sort of like you, you pre-film. So you like so so I was with the dog. So the where you're waiting to get in the elevator, you pre-film that. When you're in the elevator, that all gets pre-filmed. Walking out in front of the dragons, that's all pre-filmed. Um, I literally probably said my pitch about, about ten or fifteen times, you know, through through that whole time while I was there in the you know in the morning. So which was great because that just managed to get me so like really confident with my pitch. Mm. Um, you had to give all your uh, your sort of your pre uh, your your your, your pre interviews. You have to give that, which, which probably lasted maybe about half an hour actually. Yeah. So um, so by the time I actually came to sort of go on, you I mean I was I was ready to go. There was there was a, a number of delays. I think they had some technical de- uh, difficulties, uh, maybe with the sound, etc. So I think we were due to go on about back at ten, and I think it might have been near so like twelve o'clock actually before we. You know, before we actually went in. Oh wow! 
Um, so, so that was from you know, eight o'clock we got there, and then mm. sort of like about twelve o'clock we actually went in. Uh, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, I mean, I was, I mean, I was ready to go. I mean, I was, I was fairly pumped, you know. So, you know, I was really looking forward to it, yeah. you know. So, really, really excited to sort of like just to get get out there and sort of like uh, you know and get in front of the dragons, which is which is yeah. brilliant. That's awesome, man. Uh, and then the pitch, how did it go? Yeah, so the, I mean, I mean, I thought I nailed the pitch. I mean, it went really well. Um, uh, as I said, you know, I, I probably sort of like made, said my pitch about fifteen times before I actually, you know, before I actually had to deliver it in front of the dragon. So it was, so it was great. So I thought, I thought, I thought the pitch went really well. Um, you know, sort of like everything, you know, at the start, I thought went, you know, went, went, went really well. Yeah. Uh, and which, which. I suppose when you you know when you you know when you're actually watching sort of like Dragons Den as well and you and uh, you know you, you you see sort of like some people kind of like stumbling you know maybe sort of like on the pitch you know and and you, you do get sort of like lots of opportunities well I find you get lots of opportunities to actually just keep repeating it and keep repeating mm. it and keep repeating it so you know it was obviously when you're when you're in front of the dragons there's maybe a different you know it's obviously a different prospect yeah but you mean but because of that that repetition uh you know that was that was good so it was just i just repeated everything you know that you know that i'd been doing for the last 15 times yeah. and uh, you know and, it, and it, yeah and it was it, it was good it was great good good and then what was uh the initial reaction from the dragons like who who was first to, to challenge you and ask you questions yeah, so uh, you know, so funny enough, Steve Steve Bartlett was the very first person actually to to, to ask a question. And he was asking me about um, uh, a lot of the sort of like the the, the financials. Um, I was I, I was literally I was in there uh, for probably sort of like good part of two hours. Two hours. Two, two hours, honestly, two hours, and 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 a lot of that you mean was like really kind of sort of getting grilled, honestly. But yeah, two 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 hours, sort of, uh, you know, them asking questions and sort of like and getting and getting grilled, you know. Some were obviously, uh, you know, uh, were were probably you know better than others, mm. but uh, yeah. So yeah, so it was it was a long time, you know, and and then when it did obviously get sort of like aired, I mean, it was only really on for the montage slot, like two minutes, and yeah. you know, and I was literally I was in there for two, you know, two hours. It's crazy. Crazy. Yeah, we'll get onto the airing definitely because I'd like to yeah. chat a bit more about that dynamic as well. Um, when it came to investment time, uh, what, yeah. what kind of unfolded there? Did you feel like you know there was some dynamics at play there? Yeah. So the um, so I would probably say sort of initially, sort of like Stephen Bartlett was uh, you know was really was really interested. He, he, he loved the product. He really did. Um, Deborah, Deborah Meaden and Sarah Davis probably not so much. So um, uh, Deborah Meaden in particular, I, I just kind of got the impression that there's, you know, in her eyes, there's already you know a product out there, and you know, and which does it, which does a job, and she didn't really see much of a point for you know, for my product. Um, Sarah Davis, I would probably say, I mean, one of her big things is is I wanted to get into. Uh, get my product also into uh, you know like more traditional retailers like yeah. into shops and stuff, and and she just didn't see that happening at all, which uh, which which I find quite interesting actually because now I'm actually selling in you know some independent pet shops which yeah, is yeah. Uh, you know which is you know which is which is which is quite quite funny, mm. um, sort of. Uh, Tuka, you mean 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 Tuka was Tuka was lovely, you know sort of. Uh, 
Um, I just don't think that the only there's maybe enough profit in for him in it for him. You know, is and uh, yeah, sort of like uh, you know, and I suppose it's sort of like the the rest. I mean, there was there was there was kind of mixed. You know, certainly mixed. Uh, you know, you know, sort of a mix amount of questions, a mix amount of, uh, you know, a mix amount of interest. Uh, you know, sort of like uh, you know, in the in the product and the yeah, you know, in the, in the business. You talked about the the profit and the investment and and what they get back for it. How did you uh, decide on what to ask for in terms of an investment and what to offer in terms of a percentage? So um, yeah, so that's a that's a that's a really that's a really good question actually. So um, so I don't I'd only really been selling for a, you know for for a short time, so I had to kind of really look at you know potential and you know extrapolate you know some of the sales that i had sort of like literally from the from the first month so so i looked at um uh potentially around about 40 sales a day so that was that so that's what i was looking at so i was looking at say okay 40 sales a day that that would sort of like roll up to a revenue of say around about three you know three hundred thousand pound you know so you know take you know, sort of like a thirty grand, ten percent. So that's so that's kind of how I worked out the, you know, the percentage. So I was looking at I was looking for thirty grand, for ten percent investment. That's very reasonable in comparison. Well, I, well, well do you know, I thought, I thought I thought I thought it was I thought it was incredibly reasonable to be yeah. honest. In comparison to some of them that you see go on there, and they've got a five million valuation, they've not even made a sale. It's uh, wow. yeah. you know, and so I mean, I may end up selling. You know, uh, about eight hundred and seventy, I think it was in the you know in in my first month. Mm. You know, and that's just sort of like a brand new product. Yeah. You know, straight. You know, you know, straight. Uh, no reviews. You mm. know, straight onto Amazon. So, yeah. So personally, I thought I thought they were getting a, a, a you know a bargain. Yeah. You know, if I'm honest, but yeah. sort of, uh, I guess they never thought saw it that way. No, but you know, I think you can now sit there and look at your, you know, the growth and you know progress as a business, and think, well, you know, they've missed out there because you know you've continued to get stronger and grow, and you know, we've been talking about launching into different countries, and you know, there's um, lots of opportunity there, and, and they've missed out on that. So uh, you know, um, which maybe spoiler alert. Sorry, I should have said that to you. Well, yeah, what did did you did you get an investment? Maybe I'm just spoiled on that. Yeah. So 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 no. So yeah. So no. No, I didn't. I didn't get investment but you I mean i've still got 100 percent of my business and yeah which is you know which is which is good so yeah when you when you left uh, the initial feeling were you disappointed i would do you know what i was um pro- pro- probably not so much disappointed i was i i felt kind of sort of drained because i'd been in there for for say two hours yeah um i, I wasn't i wasn't really that disappointed if i'm honest i mean i i actually felt that um, that I gave, you know, that I gave everything. I answered every question, you know, to the best of my ability. I mean, when I when I left, I I had no sort of real regrets. I would say, sure, of course, disappointed. I, I suppose I suppose everyone's probably a little bit disappointed because mm-hmm. I obviously went in there for you know for investment and I didn't come out with it. But you I mean I was I certainly wasn't overly disappointed. You I mean I, I mean I, if I'm honest, I would do it all again you know in a heartbeat even if i got the exact same outcome yeah good no, that's good to hear and then uh, there was the the wait for it to air and you weren't even sure whether it would air they didn't tell you it's definitely going to be on tv right 
No, so uh, exactly. So um, so once um, so the contact that I initially had, you know, with Dragon's Dead, you know, so if he ends up leaving, and it gets, uh, it then goes into the production team. So uh, so I had a had a had a different contact from the production team, but 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 then you, know, I was told that you know that you, if you know if and when you know if it, if it was going to get aired. You would get contacted about two weeks before, you know, the actual show aired, and and then obviously the the the, the first episode came on, mm. and uh, you know I was saying, well, do you know what? Am I am I going to be on the first episode because you know, I was the very first person in yeah, front of the yeah, time, yeah. you know? So you so you obviously you think, well, you know, and then anyway, um, so I reached out to my contact just to to find out what was going on, and she was saying, oh yeah, you you're kind of penciled in for the for the second half of the series, um, but sort of you'll you'll we'll we'll get in contact with you when you know when and if you know you're actually going to get aired. So, so yeah, so I I had absolutely no idea. I was hoping I was going to get some airtime, but you I mean I had absolutely no idea, mm. you know, whether or not it was going to get you know aired or not. And all the time you have to, you know, keep very quiet because. If anything comes out, then you know obviously that's going to be a huge risk to you know any any possible chances of actually getting aired. Yes. Yeah, so sure. yes, yeah, so they they keep you, they definitely sort of like keep you uh, keep you wondering quite you know mm. quite quite a lot really. Yeah. And then when you did watch it, what were your uh, emotions when you when you watched it back? Well, do you know what? it was a uh, yeah it was kind of it was a kind of hard watch. You yeah. Know? <laughs> Um, yeah, I I found it kind of difficult actually, sort of uh, watching it. But I knew I knew it was going to be on because it was kind of like a little tiny, you know, couple second, you know, uh, preview on from the from the episode the week before. Mm. So uh, so so obviously I knew sort of I was uh, you know obviously well I knew anyway I was going to get on, but that that sort of came and I kind of watched that. I went oh, and then uh, you know and then sort of like you get kind of a bit of a cringe because you're kind of like watching yourself on the telly and mm. yeah it was it it was a bit of a hard watch maybe sort of like watching myself on the TV, mm. but you mean but you mean it, it it was it was fine it was yeah. it wasn't too, it wasn't too painful. Yeah, because uh, it, it's interesting, right? Because they are, and I've heard it from a number of different places, and like this show, and, and, and like many others, you, you know, like I've watched The Apprentice, you know, every year, and me and, and Beck, my wife, we sit there and we are literally baffled at sometimes at how, um, you know, stupid they make them look. But so much of that is in the editing, and, you know, in that sort of two minute slot you had, it looked like they were just giving you such a grilling and they didn't share any of the, you know, you've talked about how Stephen loved the product, like they didn't show any of that, you know, and and so I just imagine how, um, you know, I think you came off really well and I think you should be proud of what you did and, and proud of how you presented it. Um, but they obviously are paid to edit it in a way that's, um, you know, entertaining, which, you know, must be difficult as well. I mean, absolutely. I, th- I think first and, first and foremost, Dragon's Den's a TV program. Yeah. So you know, I mean, as opposed to uh, you know, like a, a business investment vehicle, really. Mm. And uh, and and yeah, and yeah, you mean they, they they can edit it sort of you know pretty much any any way any way they want to, um, you know, which you know, which is which which is fine. You I mean I've not I've certainly not got a problem with that. Yeah. You know? You've signed all those forms that says they can do what they want with it. So <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. 
Yeah, no, it's good though. It's good. I mean, great experience for you. Um, a lot of people will wonder in terms of the exposure for the product, the, um, you know, what that did for you as a result of that. How did that go? Yeah, so um, I would <laughs> quite funny actually. So um, so so I definitely got I definitely got a bounce, you know, from uh, you know the from 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 the airing on Dragons Den. Mm. Um, sort of uh, one one of the, one of the things which uh, which I, which I didn't actually expect, you know, was um, so we run uh, uh, PPC sort of campaigns, obviously, mm. to, um, you know, pay per click sort of advertising campaigns through Amazon, and uh, sort of. Pretty much, sort of like literally, sort of like my my ACOS has been sort of like fairly stable, around about twenty percent. You know, the the spend has been sort of like fairly stable, and this has been pretty much, you know, all all the way since I actually been selling my product. Mm. So anyway, I'd I'd had the sort of the the campaign set up. I had multiple campaigns set up with uh, with various budgets. You know, for all the sort of like the different campaigns, I would never ever use that, all that budget. You know, for those different campaigns. As soon as Dragon Den sort of uh, aired, sort of um, you know, loads of people were obviously sort of like seeing the product, going on Amazon, and the first thing that they see is a sponsored ad. So they so they were clicking on the sponsored ads. So 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 it literally, you know, no 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 word of a lie, it literally probably cost me about you know about two hundred pound or something on <laughs> extra advertising spend. You know, for, for for people actually going on and sort of like and clicking it just to find out about my product. So, in in hindsight, I should have probably maybe sort of like switched my advertising off. <laughs> I would suppose. So so yeah. So I I, I didn't expect that. Uh, I got I, I definitely got like loads of hits. You know, extra hits to my website. Mm. Uh, you know, which is great. Got a little bit of um, exposure in you know in in some media outlets as well. Mm. Uh, you know, that covers sort of like Dragon's Den, which was you know, yeah, which was yeah. brilliant. Um, so yeah, so and 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 definitely, I would say got a you know got a um, you know like a, a hit in sales, and I've had you know people actually reviewing my product with a with a five star review and actually sort of like mentioning you know mentioning actually Dragon's Den you know on oh, the wow. you know, on the sort of on the review as well, which is you know yeah. which is brilliant. That is awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. And for anybody that's listening that maybe wants to be going on Dragon's Den or is actually going to appear on it, if you were to like go back and do it all again, is there, is there anything that you would do differently? Um, so, um, you know, probably not. I would probably say uh, the a lot of the a lot of the due diligence stuff kind of like prepared me for um, a lot of the financial questions, etc. That I was going to get asked. On uh, you know actually you know in uh, in front of the dragons the dragons dead, um, I think uh, you know I think sort of uh, if I prepared maybe a little bit better on the on the actual marketing side of the so like the business particularly the the stuff off Amazon you know like social media marketing etc. Um, you know Stephen Bartley he was a obviously he's you know huge in you know a social media marketing and and I and I think. If I'd maybe sort of like prepared a bit more, you know, to say some of the questions that he was likely to going to ask, although he mm -hmm. kind of like loved the product, I think maybe that would have been better. So I'd probably say a little bit more, uh, so research maybe on on the actual specific individual, so like people and trying to, uh, you know, anticipate maybe some 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 more of the questions. I I'd probably say ninety percent of the questions I kind of like 
would definitely uh, say that I prepared really well for. Yeah. Maybe some of the marketing questions, you know, that Stephen Bartlett was asking me. Um, I, I could have maybe prepared sort of like a lot better for that. Yeah. But but definitely what I say is, you know, um, definitely, you know, if you, you know, apply, you know, you have to be in it for in it to win it. De de definitely it's a great experience yeah. i mean it's a lot of hard work to, to to actually get on the show but yeah i mean it's worth it irrespective of whether you uh you know you get investment or not yeah definitely great life experience as well and uh, you know, a memory that will be with you forever so memory that will be with me forever and you know and sort of uh, and i'll be you know there to be watched you know pretty much forever yeah absolutely absolutely good stuff kevin well uh what's what's next for you and the business what you got planned over the next year yeah, so um, so we're we're we're, uh, we're looking on launching in, um, in in Europe. So we're just waiting for um, the European Fulfillment Network to uh, you know to to go live again. You know, sort of post Brexit. Mm -hmm. So we're quite excited about that. So yeah. uh, so we're we're not live on that yet. We're just we're just waiting for Amazon to sort of like flick the switch, and then we should be sort of like good to go. All the listings are all translated. So we're. We're just waiting for Amazon to, uh, you know, to pull the pull the trigger on that, and then and then we can start selling there. Uh, we we want to uh, to launch into uh, the USA, so that's uh, you know that's going to be a I think a huge marketplace for us. We've got a few challenges that we're that we're working through at the moment regarding uh, some of our uh, products, you know, going into America. Um, but soon as soon as we actually get that, you know, sorted out, you know, we'll be good to go. So we're hoping that the next uh, the next big order that we place, you know, with our supplier, you know, at least some of that will be able to uh, go to uh, go to the USA. So, yeah, yeah. so yeah, and then and then just sort of like work out, you know, go you know go global really. So I think my my big my big goal really is, you know, yes, I want to uh, you know build a like a, a global brand, but uh, but I want to be able to build this global brand while sort of like uh, sitting by the beach in my camper van, you know. So yeah. that is a that is definitely a uh you know a question that you know I, I need to try and find an answer for yeah well you're kind of doing that already anyway because you oh, keep sending us these pictures of these beautiful spots that you're at and, uh, <laughs> make, making us all jealous so uh yeah. no we, we appreciate you kev thanks for coming on the show as well and, and kind of sharing about all of that i'm sure it's been super insightful for people we're uh, super proud to have you as part of the community and excited to see where the next year or two goes Perfect. Thank you very much, Ben. It's been an absolute pleasure being being on with you. You're a legend. Awesome, guys. Well, thanks so much for listening. Hope you got loads out of that uh, conversation with Kevin there. Uh, if you did, hit that thumbs up, hit that like button, subscribe, all that good stuff, and let Kevin know you enjoyed it. And uh, we'll look forward to seeing you in the next episode real soon.